Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. Everyone else is currently up and talking about how, well, how the Ukrainians are making successful attacks again in the front lines with their missiles and drones, and the, there's aftermath of the Sevastopol strike, which now has forced Russia to move a bunch of their ships outside of Crimea. But it's still pretty static. The sort of Ekin line is sort of beat through, sort of not. War is messy and a slow affair. But one thing that has happened recently is that um, is that we have seen yet more things from Ramzan Kadyrov. And I think, by the way, I'll start first by stating that the thing that we're going to discuss today, which I want to mention and talk about in detail, because, again, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you know that I believe that Russia is getting criminalized more and more and that it's going to split apart and that um, they're just trying to, you know, they're just trying to show to the rest of the world that there is no rule of law and that everything's basically basically devolved into a failed state situation. And Amazon Glidov right now is posting controversial things because he, A, just maybe want to throw throw the whole throw the whole attention away from him being ill, and B, well, if his PR agency knows that this is going to come out anyways, might as well uh, deal with the whole matter. So this has been the biggest story of, um, of the past few days. You see, the head of Chechnya, Ramzan Kadyrov, our best, best, best asshole buddy, like no one like him, posted a short video of his 15-year-old son, Adam, beating Nikita Zhuravlyov, Zhuravel, sorry, a 19-year-old resident of Volgograd who was arrested for burning the Quran while, you know, he was getting beaten up by this 15-year-old kid while he was being held in a punishment cell in Grozny. The Chechen leader said that he's undoubtedly proud of his son, Kadyrov's associates supported his son's actions, while obviously human rights advocates condemned him. And interestingly enough, Russians, Russia's officials remained mostly silent on the matter, because obviously, I mean, obviously, what can they do? It's Ramzan Kadyrov, and uh, yeah, he's, well, an evil, crazy psychopath. And I'll give you some uh, example quotes. Valery Fadyev, chairman of Russia's Human Rights Council, said, I was told about the video. Firstly, I think burning the Quran is, without a doubt, a serious crime. It's a serious provocation. It's unacceptable in our multi-religious country. The crime must be punishable by law. Secondly, there are rules for detention of those accused and for suspects. These rules must be adhered to. Thirdly, I think the court will give a fair judgment to the accused for burning the Quran. Dmitry Peskov, the talking mustache of Putin, stated that, quote, I'll tell you right away that I won't comment on the story about Kadyrov's son. I don't want to. Evi Merkacheva member of Russia's Presidential Human Rights Council, said, quote, I am sending an immediate request now. I believe we now have video evidence of the crime. No one is disputing this fact. There is now a video where the identity of the person who is committing the crime is clear. I believe the investigation should take appropriate measures. I'm preparing an inquiry. I will write one more inquiry demanding Nikita Zhuravel be removed. In fact, this is a challenge to Russia's whole legal system. They have shown that they can commit crimes and nothing will happen to them. If not for Ramzan Kadyrov posting concrete evidence of the crime, then public figures would not have started to say that, yes, this was done by this person with this last name, essentially acting as a witness. It's a challenge. And then there will be another one. And then another one. And I'm afraid it will be even scarier. And at the same time, Adam Delimkhanov, state Duma deputy from Chechnya, has posted, quote, mm 
Without a doubt, I believe my dear nephew's actions to be right and just. He acted like a real man and a worthy son of his people. There is nothing more important and sacred for a Chechen than their religion. It's very nice that despite Adam's young age, he's worthy example of his peer, for his peers, demonstrating a sincere commitment to protecting our beliefs and virtues. And uh, we have Ahmed Dudayev, Minister of the Chechen Republic for National Policy, Foreign Relations, Press and Information, which, um, yeah, you know... Uh, this is going to be interesting. Quote, no one waves or evades the, evades the punishment provided by law. That includes Adam Kadyrov. He's a citizen of the Russian Federation, but burning the sacred Quran and infringing on the religious sensibilities of over 30 million Muslims in Russia and billions of Muslims around the world is the most blasphemous crime and must be properly punished. This ideological opponent component is what distinguishes us from the satanic West. Good job, Adam. We are proud of you. And, uh, yeah, you know, glorifying, beating up helpless people who are probably off-screen uh, being pointed guns at. Uh, yeah, that's nothing new for him. Of course, Navalny's team also protested against this, quote, the head of a Russian region's son beats a prisoner on camera, and everyone, especially him and his father, are confident that nothing will happen to them for doing this. Arbitrary rule and unpunished violence. That's the country Vladimir Putin has built. Khodorkovsky wrote, mm. Kadyrov has no limits. Remember how a month ago there was news that he brought his 15-year-old son into the pre-trial detention center so that he would beat a defenseless person? Well, now he even posted a video of the beating. It's a scary disgrace. Publishing the video, of course, shows that Kadyrov feels a sense of complete impunity. And that's just not some kind of savagery, but a vivid demonstration of how a state collapses. When the father governor blatantly breaks the law and boasts about it. And then there is no one to stop him. And you see, that's the thing. That's the thing. The fact that this shows deterioration of the state. This has been caught on by um, actually the Z, Z propagandist side. These, uh, you know, friends of, friends of Igor Girkin and the like. But first, I wanted to switch over to something else that um, isn't usually said and known about this. You know, this Adam guy. He's not... This is not the first time when he's been trained to do stupid extreme violence and cruelties to people. See, this is the thing. This is the thing that this 15-year-old Adam Kadyrov, he isn't the subject of ordinary laws to apply to other Russians, apparently. And nor has he ever been. Judging by his history of competing in mixed martial arts championships against kids who either didn't dare punch him back or else lost to Kadyrov, by the collusion of referees and judges. And there's, a, there's some things here about this whole situation. If you're, if you're into fighting sports, yeah, think about what's going to happen here and uh, what Kadyrov does and why I hate him personally and how this kid has grown into beating up defenseless people. Adam Kadyrov, Ramzan Kadyrov's son, made his first televised appearance when he was just eight years old. In October 2016, the Grand Prix Ahmad Mixed Martial Arts Championship took place in Grozny. Children were permitted to take part following adult sparring rules without helmets or protective padding. Ramzan Kadyrov's three sons, Ahmed, Zinimuhan, and Adam, the 10, 9, and 8 respectively, all took part in the tournament. All three of them beat their sparring partners as the Chechen leader watched. Like the other matches, the children's sparring was broadcast live on the Russian sports channel Match TV. Afterward, athletes and human rights advocates voiced their disapproval of how children's sparring was handled. Eight-year-old pikes were pummeling one another right in front of the delighted adults. It's outrageous that Ramzan Kadyrov was watching all this, said Fyodor Ilimanenko, the president of the Russian MMA union. The Chechen leader, Ramzan Kadyrov, of course, 
Yeah, and his entourage responded sharply to this. Of, of course they did. The kickboxer and the MMA fighter Abu Bakar Vagayev unleashed a torrent of slurs at Ilyaminko, calling him a fag and saying he'd lost all respect for him after his rotten move. But the altercation changed nothing in the long run, and a year later, now nine, Adam was once again on live TV broadcast, fighting in a weight class with an 86-pound, 39-kilogram upper limit. This time he wore a helmet and padding. And he won, and um, obviously he won. During his next tournament, in the 2018, the Chechen governor's youngest son was matched up against Alan Bechuk, uh, Bechekuyev, a 10-year-old from Kabardino-Balkaria. Bechekuyev wouldn't attack Kadyrov in the ring and behaved with notable passivity throughout the match. Adam, on the other hand, attacked him with gusto. For some unknown reason, Bechekuyev got a check for 100,000 rubles, roughly equal, equal to $1,350 for his loss, issued by the Ahmad Kadyrov Foundation, which is managed by the winning fighter's grandma, Aymani Kadyrova, uh, Ramzan, uh, Ramzan Kadyrov's mom. Two years later, the Kadyrov founded Ahmad Chechen Fight Club organized an uh, Kadyrov founded Ahmad Chechen Fight Club organized an international sparring championship called Time of Legends in Moscow. Adam Kadyrov was matched up with a fighter his own age from Uganda, who had confidently won two previous battles in his home country. Once the two of them were in the ring, however, Kadyrov's opponent didn't strike him even once. In the second round, he fell to one knee after a cursory blow from Kadyrov, who was declared winner and awarded the belt inscribed champion in chief. Intriguingly, Kadyrov's other, 13-year-old son, Ahmed, also fought with the Ugandan sparring partner in the same championship with the exact same scenario, repeating in that match. His opponent also refused to attack and then collapsed onto the floor after a less-than-powerful punch in the trunk. Judging by the video of the match, even Ahmed himself was surprised by this development. And a similar story occurred a year later when Adam Kadyrov fought in the next Time of Legends championship, this time against Aslan Bitirov from Kabardino-Balkaria. The match was supposed to stick to amateur boxing rules and looked for far more dynamic than Kadyrov's earlier fights. When the two adolescents started exchanging direct blows, Adam took two strikes in the head. At this point, this is where the fun happens. The referee immediately stopped the fight and started counting to ten for Batirov as if he were in knockdown, though he clearly wasn't. While this was happening, someone in Batirov's corner threw in the towel as the fighter himself stood bewildered as what had happened. The commentators couldn't make sense of what they were seeing either. And, uh, yeah... A storm of social media comments called out Adam for a fixed match, pointing out that the two fighters even had different gloves. Kadyrov's were professional, while Batirov was wearing amateur-grade gloves that hardly let him uh, pack a good punch. This forced Chechen parliament speaker... Imagine this, parliament speaker speaks because Kadyrov's son... Well, he, wants, he got punched a few times, actually. Oh, how sad. Uh, Chechen parliament speaker Magomed Daudov to step in, announcing that Adam Kadyrov was ready to prove himself in another fight at any moment, and the judges had commented that the referee's professionalism in protecting the children's health, which is the priority after all, especially when it comes to this age group. So, this is, uh, this is kind of crazy, if you think about it. But this, this whole violent thing with Kadyrov's son and, you know, how he's raising this, oh, this continues, of course. See, in the fall of 2022, Ramzan Kadyrov announced that his underage sons took part in combat in Ukraine. But remember this, at this point, uh, Adam is 14. Uh, his brothers are both 15 and 16, took part in combat in Ukraine. He posted a video. He posted a video of uh, Adam and his brothers firing machine guns and a grenade launcher from a trench as proof. 
Kadyrov also claimed that each of the miners has brought, had brought a captive Ukrainian fighter back from the war and that all of them had made their way to the adversary's positions, covering the troops' advancement with fire. The authenticity of, of obviously no one, no one believed that crap because this is just stupid. Once again, another Chechen official stepped in. This time it was Chechen press information minister that I quoted previously, Ahmed Dudayev. He admitted that the video had been heavily edited, neglecting, however, to refute Kadyrov's claims about his children taking part in the war. Same fall, Adam Kadyrov was initiated into adulthood. In a special ceremony, Ramzan presented him with traditional curry lamb papaha hat as a symbol of manhood and honor. In February 2023, 15-year-old was spotted driving a car in Dubai, despite not even being old enough to hold the driver's license. So, you know... This is just awful. He, Ramzan Kadyrov, truly, like, like I said, at this point, only Putin staying in power can help Ramzan Kadyrov and everyone. Everyone hates the Kadyrov family, and for a very good reason, and I'm among these people who actively despises the motherfuckers. And they all of his sons, too, just for good measure. They, have been, they, they are the utter and complete like, definition of evil, spoiled brats. And the thing is, you know, Funny part is how the Z correspondent guys, the, the Girkin buddies, they all they all consider this, you know, they, they approach this from a racism angle, and a lot of them have weird things to say about all the situation. Although they at the same time they're claiming they're denazifying uh, Ukraine, but we'll get to that. Because it is the pro-Russian war correspondents, so-called ones, the Girkin's buddies, who have the most interesting takes about all this matter, and ones that are the most meaningful. You see... They understand what's happening, and they, they want Russia to win, but they also are just stunned about this whole situation. And this is what they had to say. For example, Alexander Kotz, one of the more famous ones, said, quote, They are asking me to comment on the video of Kadyrov's son, but the head of Russia's investigative committee, Alexander Bastrykin, should be the one answering whose decision it was to open the case against Zhuravel and transfer the investigation to Chechnya's investigative department in connection with numerous appeals from the residents of the Chechen Republic with a request to recognize them as victims. The Russian Justice Minister, Konstantin Chuichenko, also said that Zhuravel should serve his sentence in the region with a predominantly Muslim population because, quote, this will promote respect for religion and religious feelings of believers in our multi-ethnic and multi-religious country. In a state governed by the rule of law, crimes, which Zhuravel did commit, are punished by imprisonment, not by beatings in the offices of a detention center. But that's like, you know, that's, that's more tame because this guy's kind of more pro-Putin guy in, in general with, with everything happening here. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, we have some, some other, other things. For example, uh, for example, Roman Juneman is being shared, but he's like a smaller person around there in the Z circles. His, um, his position in all this is also being shared by a lot of these people, including Maxim, Maxim Kolashnikov, whose own comment is going to be next. Quote, I wonder if the authorities inside realize what the... Authorities inside the power structures realize, realize that the video is like the one with Adam Kadyrov, are not about strengthening the state, but exactly the opposite process. It is clear that they do not think in terms of morality and legality. It has long been useless to appeal to them. Nothing is sacred. But the preservation of, sa of statehood is an indisputable staple for everyone within the system, from a small municipal employee to the chief of the security forces in the Security Council. And the fact that such lawless, massacre, law lawless uh, massacres, on the, the word is rasprava, and Deeple, here you have failed me. Well, that basically is just uh, dealings with, law lawless beings dealings with, 
hit this pillar a thousand times harder than um, all the scary foreign agents put together, does anyone in the country still realize this or not? Or do they realize it but can do nothing about it? If it's the latter, then Prigozhin's rebellion will seem like the smallest and sweetest of all the black swans that are happening. And of course, our buddy Maxim Kalashnikov, whom we uh, quote quite often here, he posted an interesting comment on this situation too as well, because, you know, we sadly can't get Girkin's comments. He doesn't post them that much, which I, which I find quite sad personally. Let us return to the subject of beating of Jurevel, who is in the pre-trial detention on charges of burning the Quran by Kadyrov's son. The accused is already in the pre-trial detention. His guilt is heavy, his crime committed are serious, and he will have to answer to the full extent of the law. But no one has the right to beat him. It's not our whim, it's the law. The unity of the state is based on the fact that the law is the same for everyone throughout the country and must be observed by all. If someone is allowed to violate it in public, it is the destruction of statehood. For nowhere it is written that the Czech, the, the, the sorry, Chechen Republic, uh, again, sometimes these AIs I think are getting stupider because I just translate this stuff and then I go over it, but some words just skip because it's a lot of work to do this. For nowhere it's written that in the, che, the, in, in the Chechen Republic, they have their own laws. Vigilante justice is forbidden. It's not about the fool who insulted believers. It's about principle. And posting such a video is a step towards the decomposition of state power, especially when combined with the fact that it's happening in the parallel with the revision of the school history textbooks. Does the Kremlin realize what is happening? Yeah, seems that the systemic crisis in Russian Federation is gaining momentum. And finally, I wanted to post a comment about the situation that shows you the whole perspective and that this has left a huge impact and just shows again the criminalization of the society and the fact that already again those who think that Russia has any chances of sticking together, yeah, Chechnya already doesn't even function like a part of Russia. They don't care about Russian laws. They don't care about the borders. They just don't care. How can you even claim Chechnya is a part of Russia? Well, besides the fact that, well, Putin is paying Kadyrov to keep everything together. Here we see first things uh, happening out there on the whole issue. And they're kind of red before I read you the Grey Zone channel. Grey Zone, by the way, being the, the pro-Wagner group channel that is very active sometimes on, on, on these things. They were the main Wagner supporters all, all over the place. See, that's the thing. Ramzan Kadyrov uh, always trades, because it's all his relatives and everything, and apparently these Ahmad soldiers... They're not put into front lines even when they're, you know, sent to some commanders because they, there might be casualties and then you have to, then, then you know, the families who are all caught Kadyrov's relatives because it's hard to get in his guard, well, would cause trouble. And if a Kadyrov's, uh, one of Kadyrov's soldiers somehow gets captured, they get instantly traded back. This Aslan Jiminhanov instantly trades them. Rams Kadyrov protects his troops. And he's not very friendly with, 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 everything because you know he only in russian speaks to be praising putin apparently in his chechen speeches on the regional television while he's speaking in chechen he um yeah he he says that he wants to show the center where their place is and all that stuff which is again you know why he wants to be putin's lab dog and at the same time preserve his own soldiers because oh boy and that's the thing a lot of these people also because I'm, I'm i'm just skipping out I'm skipping out, by the way, in those Z, Z channels who are now stating that the third Chechen war is inevitable and after this war ends we'll go back and it's like Rusic and I just hate those guys because those are openly Nazis. But yeah, this shows the fact that there are ethnic troubles inside Russia together with criminality. Again, I see no possible way of how this whole Russian Federation, this empire is going to stick together. But yeah, last comment about this. 
from Greyzone, our, um, our Wagner Group buddies. Quote, The internet has been rocked by popular outrage over a video that has appeared showing Ramzan Gadirov's son beating Nikita Zhuravel accused of burning the Quran. There's no point in even bringing up the well-known fact that instead of fighting in the war, people prefer to sit in the rear, where the local residents have repeatedly noted atrocities against civilians, the unimpeded export to Russia of undescribed weapons, which will come back to haunt us, as well as sorts of industrial equipment from factories to grain. Here, people are outraged by a specific case where, first, in violation of the Russian Code of Criminal Procedure, the accused is subject to deportation to another region, which has nothing to do with the investigation, and where the accused is simply deprived of the right to defense. And finally, what happened today is, uh, is, secondly, that the video captured a number of actions and, frankly speaking, official offenses in which there are disciplinary, administrative, and criminal violations. This video recording of the beating of the accused person also contains a number of aggravating circumstances of criminal offenses committed by the prosecutor's office, the investigation, the penal enforcement service, and Kudirov's entourage. This whole thing was committed by a group of persons by prior conspiracy with the use of official position on the basis of national or religious hatred. In fact, it is a crime inciting inter-ethnic discord, but in a way, it's good. Russians once again, so where and who the enemy of them is. Just saying that, uh, yeah, this guy speaks more, more peacefully, but uh, they are still waiting for the third Chechen war. Even these guys know that is probably coming. And if the just cause of us and our fathers to restore the constitutional order and territorial integrity of the republic ends with the justice to the people, we, will, we would not see today's lawlessness and impunity when Kadyrov openly spits on the whole country from the people to authorities, just ignore, like, like completely ignoring everything. It's worth even to remember a recently returned to Russia, or Chechnya to be specific, uh, with impunity, despite criminal cases on grave and especially grave articles, some terrorists and associates of Ahmad Zahayev, Rubati Mistaeva, an international terrorist Hussein Jakhmabetov, who after the war in Chechnya fled to Europe and later fought on the side of Ukraine, where he set himself the goal of killing 50 Russians. No reaction or hope for justice is to be expected anymore. Uh, to, be expected, uh, to be expected anymore. There will be a third. He's talking about Chechen war here. Good will win. And this is uh, during their war. I'll just, you know, this is the time when you can't really understand what's more evil and what's not evil. But uh, yeah, there will be a third Chechen war. I agree with that part. I just, I just cannot understand how and what is going to happen because if, if Frazone even is mentioning that now people, well, ethnic Russians can truly see who their enemy is, at the same time, they're fighting against... Ugh, I, I should have just stopped being surprised about all of these actions anyway. But yeah. Well, sorry for this episode being just as staring into the eyes of pure evil, but I think sometimes, sometimes these are necessary. Not easy for me to make, but um, again, they tend to be very useful. That's about it for today. We'll be back, we'll be back more with interesting events and news and everything. If you want to support the show, please consider becoming our patron on patreon.com slash border. You can also join our Discord channel. I have posted the links multiple times all over the place. I'm sure you can find it. Oh, and if you want to just, you know, give us a one-time donation, which would be greatly appreciated, that pays our bills, you can go to theeasternborder.lv and click the donate button there. On our Discord channel, yeah, I think that... Uh, this this Saturday is going to be first again another movie night for patrons. 
where we're going to watch uh, peculiarities of the national hunt. We're going to watch through all through all these series, four good movies. Really, I find I find them funny and excellent. But yeah, up until next time, and sorry that I brought a bit more evil in your life this time. Das Vedanya Tavarishim. And as always, remember, happiness is mandatory.